Synergy Autism Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Synergy Autism mini or miniature podcast where I talk about, you know, just common things that I talk about with families, but there's a lot of people who don't know this stuff and so I thought I would share it with the worldwide community. So today I'm going to be talking about my take on I'm going to call them visual conversations, but they're really my take on social stories because I really want to give Carol Gray, the founder of Social Stories, credit for kind of starting us out in this direction. So I'm here to tell you about my approach to social stories or visual conversations, and I'd really like to help you figure out how to use them as a tool and worry less about them being a product. And here's what I mean. So Carol Gray was a woman, the woman who coined the term social stories, and she developed them to help people with autism better understand social situations. She was witnessing that her clients were not always aware of some social nuances, but when they were aware of them, they could navigate actually quite well. So the way she designed them, though, the child, the teen, the adult, who the social story is for, is actively involved in the actual writing or creation of the social story. This is where it's a little bit different in what we see now with social stories. So I want to bring that back. We need to co-create them. We know, well, or I'm telling you now, people with autism do well with information that is provided visually. And you may have noticed that already. Um, People with autism are not the best auditory processors, commonly, and they are really good at making you think they are by saying yes. Um, They have lots of um, ways of masking their um, challenges with auditory processing, for example, that can be actually exhausting for them, which is a whole nother podcast that I've done. But anyway, they, they may, and like all of us, appreciate written schedules and lists, for example. So not being able to, I mean, visual information allows somebody to be able to trust what they hear. So having the combo is beautiful. So I'd like for you to imagine a social story that I just um, supported a team writing the other day. And the social story was about somebody who is struggling with um, being wanting to be the winner <laughs> in video games, but it could also be the winner in board games, super competitive. That's really a common thing that happens. So I want you to imagine what this would look like having it be a co-created visual conversation. So right before you sit down to play a video game with said person, you might take out a blank piece of paper and say something like, hey, let's talk about playing video games together real quick, right before we play. Okay, so you sit down, you're in a quiet environment, there's lots of other things that you can be doing to support that conversation and being successful. And then you might write on the piece of paper, sometimes you win the games we play and allow his attention to shift to you while you're writing and provide that time for processing after you write that first line, to see if they have something to say or suggest. They may surprise you. The next line would then presumably be, sometimes other people win. And again, pause. 
he may or they may offer something that you're not expecting that will actually dictate the rest of the story or the visual conversation. You want it to be organic. You don't want it to be pre-made. For example, if they get irritated, even when you're writing that, you know that he's that person is already agitated before you even start playing. And so the story actually may need to be about relaxing your body before playing or taking breaks while you play. That really should be the beauty of these visual conversations or social stories. Thinking about term, like coining the term visual conversations, because for me, that makes it make a lot more sense. So anyway, they may not be exactly what you start out thinking they should be about because they're individualized to what the person is struggling with. And you may not know that until you sit down to hash it out with them. So, okay. So I'd like to return to imagining, um, I'll return to imagining that this person is struggling with the concept of winning and losing, and I'll go from there. So the conversation in writing will continue from sometimes you win, sometimes other people win, and next you might write playing video games with friends is fun, or with other people, or whatever. Um, Now, this is where I do borrow again from Carol Gray. We want to make sure that we're in this visual conversation or social, social story, whatever you want to call it, to make statements about the various parts that are either the enjoyable parts or just statements like of um, what happens, not what somebody should do at first, okay? And actually, there should only be like one or two sentences or parts of your conversation where you're really saying you should, Because really, this is a conversation about what is going on for you that's making this hard for you. And what information can I give you that will make it easier? Not a should, okay? So sometimes you win, sometimes other people win. Playing video games with friends is fun. Then you might write, when my opponent wins, I get upset. Again, a statement, no judgment. Then my opponent wins, they are happy. And you may consider next, when my friends feel happy, they will want to play again. And I like it when my friends are happy. Something like that. So again, it will depend on your conversation and I want it to be organic, but I'm giving you some ideas. And finally, a statement at the end, also recommended by Carol Gray, to end on a positive is something like, my family is proud of me when I allow my friends to win in video games too. So that is how um, I like to see visual conversations occur. Um, They are meant to be written together and reviewed together. Again, this is a piece from Carol Gray that these are not supposed to be kind of a one and done, like you, you write it and then you put it away. It's really supposed to be something that the person can access on a regular basis. So you write it together. And then you review it when things are calm. It's not a tool to use when things are rough. It's a tool to, at the end of the day, you might go, oh, hey, let's look at your, let's look at our conversations we've had, or let's look at our social stories, or let's look at your, your, you know, you can call it something fun. Let's look at your social book. Let's look at your um, friends book or how to make friends book. You can call it whatever you want. I had one family call, they had something similar that was their brave book, which I really liked, where it was, um, they had a lot of visual conversations about um, moments that they felt brave 
and that then would carry them into other moments that they could feel brave. So you can call it whatever you want, be creative, be individualized. Um, let's see, you might consider, let's see, um, yeah, so you might re- decide that you may have to be in the lead of um, reviewing it on a regular basis before retiring it to a book that then is just for reference. I want to make sure that I mention Carol Gray's website. It is Carol Gray, which um, Gray is spelled G-R-A-Y, socialstories.com. Um, she has a great website. Check it out. And thank you for your time in listening. And let me know if, if there's anything else you'd like to hear from me. I'm always open to ideas. And um, speaking of that, I am in the midst of working on my book that comes out this summer. I am so excited. And um, please keep an eye out for that. You'll hear about this, actually, and a number of different topics all pulled together in my book, again, that comes out this summer. Um, My website, SynergyAutismCenter.com. You can also find me on Facebook, on Instagram, also at Synergy Autism. Um, And yeah, like I've mentioned before, I'm on Twitter, but eh, I'm not so great at Twitter. (laughs) So you can find me there, but I may not be very interactive there. Anyway, and as always, you can email me, Barbara at SynergyAutismCenter.com. All right. Thanks, everybody. Synergy Autism Podcast.